Kom reis saam met Rissensent, taalpraktisein en skryver Louise Viljoen vir lekker leestijd. Dankie en goeie dag Louise. Goeie dag Dimitri en luisteraars. Ek hou aan die drie Engelse titels voor. Thuisie de Melker geskryf dier Ted Bota. Life and Death Decisions geskryf dier Lachlan McIver en Ryan Blumenthalse Risking Life for Death. Ek lees die achterblad van Thuisie de Melker dier Ted Bota. Mother, nurse, galdikker, koos, celebre, when Daisy the Melker stood trial in 1932, accused of poisoning her son and two husbands, the public couldn't get enough of her. Crowds gathered outside court paying for blood and she waved to them like a celebrity. Against the backdrop of Johannesburg in its golden age, a booming metropolis of opulence and chaos, nicknamed the City of Gold and the University of Crime, she had quietly gone about her sinister business, while around her sensational crimes grabbed the headlines. There was the marauding foster gang, which left at least ten people dead, a dashing German hustler, a local Bonnie and Clyde, an innocent student walking in Zoo Lake Park at the wrong time, and a man who escaped death row to become one of South Africa's most revered authors. These interlinking stories are told in the style of a thriller and with riveting kaleidoscopic detail. In Daisy de Melker, Ted Bota weaves together a fantastic cast of killers and conmen, detectives and lawmen, journalists and authors, even Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, and Herman Charles Bosman to depict a grand and desperate city. For almost 20 years, Daisy hid in the shadows, but when someone finally spoke up about the suspicious deaths around her, it led to a trial like nothing the city of gold had ever seen and spread her name across the world. Ek lees a stikkie van die voorwoord. From 1914 to 1932, a woman of extremely modest means, who might have been described as innoxious and even uninteresting, lived in Johannesburg. She was a wife and a mother and had more than a passing knowledge of medicine. It was one of the most turbulent and opulent times in the city that had become famous the world over for the impossible riches that lay in the gold-bearing reef under the 60-mile stretch of mining towns. Two bloody rebellions, one of which almost toppled the government and innumerable strikes led to widespread destruction and hundreds of deaths. At the same time, a number of high-profile murders and subsequent trials kept the public both horrified and spellbound by the crime in their midst. Dit is dan hoe Daisy de Melker geskryf dier Ted Bota begin. Die volgende boek is Life and Death Decisions geskryf dier Lachlan McIver Fighting to Save Lives from Disaster, Disease and Destruction Ek lees wat op die achterblad staan. 
Lachlan was 16 when he found his father dead on the side of a dirt road in North Queensland, Australia. He had, suffered, he had suffered a sudden heart attack and died alone. It was this tragedy that motivated Lachlan to train as a doctor, specialising in providing medical care for people living in remote, resource-deprived locations. Lachlan's work with the World Health Organization and Medicine Sans Frontiers has taken him to some of the world's most extreme environments, from the sinking islands of the Pacific to epidemic and war zones in the Middle East and Sub-Saharan Africa. In this no-holds-barred memoir, Lachlan recounts his experiences treating patients ravaged by tropical diseases, managing drug-resistant infections in war wounds, delivering babies by the light of a head torch, dealing with the devastating effects of climate change and narrowly avoiding being kidnapped by militia in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, tackling such impossible problems day in and day out inevitably takes a personal toll. Lachlan is ultimately forced to face his own battles with depression, alcohol abuse and bankruptcy. Life and death decisions is a deeply human look at the personal cost of our broken global health system and a vital call to action. Ek lees een stikje uit die voorwoord uit. 1998, Far North Queensland, Australia. I found Dad dead on the side of the dirt road. I was 16. He was 49. He had left my sister and me at the house while he went out for his regular jog down to the bridge and back. Ma was away working night shifts as a midwife in the hospital two hours distant down the mountain rage. The afternoon was cool and a light rain prickled as I wandered out onto the veranda to squint up through the midst towards the top guy to see if Dad was making his way down. He'd been gone a while now, so I assumed he must have stopped off to chat with our neighbours at their farm a couple of kilometres down the road. Dit is hoe Life and Death Decisions dier Lachlan McIver begin. En dan Risking Life for Death, Lessons for the Living from the Autopsie Table. Ek lees die achterblad. Every contact leaves a trace. A single strand of hair or a tiny droplet of blood can be the silent witness at a crime scene. Lockhart's exchange principle underpins all forensic science and holds that the perpetrator of a crime will bring something to the crime scene and leave with something from it. Forensic experts use this principle daily to catch murderers and assailants. In a risking life for death, South African forensic pathologist Ryan Blumenthal offers a masterclass in this singular forensic technique based on real-life case studies. With more than 20 years' experience in the field, Blumenthal explains 
how to look for clues and traces and how what he does not find at autopsies is often more important than what he does find. In other words, the absence of evidence can sometimes be of greater value than the presence of evidence. His account also highlights the dangers forensic pathologists are exposed to daily as they try to unravel the puzzle of someone's death. Forensic pathologists often face life-threatening infections, toxic gases and the hazards associated with high-profile cases. In effect, risking their life to solve someone else's death. An understanding of Lockhart's exchange principle can help you become a medical detective in your own life can help you be a happier person and can even provide you with a better philosophy for growing older. Blumenthal agrees. Nou, goed, ek lees een stikkie van bladsy 5. Solving puzzles Is there a doctor on board? I was flying from Cape Town to Johannesburg. The voice of the flight attendant sounded urgent. Immediately I shrank in my chair. I was sitting in a passenger seat at the front of the plane with another 150 people on board. I am a forensic pathologist and had last seen a living patient in 2001. It was almost two decades since I'd last examined or treated a living human being and so I was naturally hesitant to respond. At the time of the incident, I certainly didn't look like a forensic pathologist. I was wearing my comfortable travel clothing and sipping a glass of white wine with my mind focused on other things. Is there a doctor on board? The voice of the flight intended sounded increasingly frantic. Dit is dan hoe risking life for death die Ryan Blumenthal begin. Die ander twee boeken was Life and Death, Decisions dier Lachlan McIver en Daisy de Melke dier Ted Boda. Ek hoop jy lees lekker. Skaf gerust die boeken aan en laat weet hoe jy dit geniet. Tot volgende week en vrijdag en dan bring ek nog een paar boeken. Ek kom hou dit aan jy voor. Tot ziens. Hierdie inzet sal is moedlik gemaakt dier atradio.live Kry een kopie van Louise boek Gesinstheid met God In hierdie boek gee Louise praktische wenke oor hoe om gesinstheid met God speciaal te maak en stel opwindende activiteiten voor vir die hele gesin Daarna volg 52 oordenkings wat gesinne wekeliks kan deurwerk Besoek lapa.co.za om jou kopie vandag nog te bestel Kajer weer volgende keer saam en luister na lekkere leestijd op atradio.live